Hi, my loves. I hope you're well. I've had a week. I'm working off of two different laptops right now because I have a new one, which is really exciting, which you'll see a whole little segment about. I filmed a, a little unboxing. I just got home from a dance class doing choreography for a holiday showcase, but I'm really excited to do a little unboxing of my new laptop, which got delivered today. Oh my god. So I got a 15 inch MacBook Air. I know, I know. I've always been partial to the Pro as well. There's a very elitist part of myself that feels as though I have to have the Pro and that's what I did for my college laptop. And apparently now with the new chips and everything, it doesn't really matter anymore. And instead, I got a larger screen for cheaper on sale with the newer chip. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> it's so big. Oh my god, I'll show you it compared to my other one. The 13 inch, hello? 13 inch MacBook Pro. There's like a solid amount of room there. And it's so much lighter than my laptop. We got this new charger. Ooh. Why do they keep changing the freaking charger input? Why is this one two USB C's but nothing else? Are they just changing things around for no reason willy-nilly? I understand the MagSafe thing is like, if you pull your laptop, what if I was trying to pull my laptop over to me? riddle me that but i like this new look and also it's not as clunky and my freaking things are just hanging off the wall those giant blocks are like one moment away from just being absolutely decrepit i haven't had to get rid of an old mac before this thing has been with me since my high school graduation i got this exact color macbook pro because my best friend francesca and all of my college roommates we're getting this MacBook Pro in this color growth. We got the MacBook Air because it is practical. And oh my god. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Hello. Hello to you too, Nihal. It's so nice. It smells so new. I'm so excited to get this set up and to have a laptop that actually works so that I can make you guys better episodes. And upgrades, people, upgrades. Woo! We're upping in technology. It's just gonna be so much faster and easier and better for my life and mental health. I also joined this platform called Podmatch which matches up hosts with podcasts and guests and speakers and things. And so I'm gonna have some some interesting guests coming up. You're gonna be like, May, who are these people? And I'm gonna be like, that's where I found them. And it's from Podmatch and it's really exciting. And like, I have had some really, ex really interesting conversations and I hope 
you enjoy them, even if you don't think they're maybe super relevant. This is about the creative process. We're here about all things creative. Anyway, <laughs> Christmas is coming up. This week is my last week of work before the break and I'm going to Florida. Me and my family, my boyfriend's family is also down there. So we're going together and uh, I'm, I'm really excited. His birthday's Christmas Eve too. So we're gonna send it together and hang out and go to Bush Gardens and go to a football game sports also i know that i'm saying i'm upgrading in equipment i know you know and we know and that we i know we're working really hard i'm working so hard to make this as quality as humanly possible but i am human and i'm learning so sometimes the lighting the coloring is a little off and i know that i guarantee you any problem that you see i fixated on for hours and I also wonder how much of it people aren't even going to notice and like me calling attention to it just makes it obvious. But also I think that's part of the process because that's a lot of what I'm doing lately is just being like, I don't know, period. Which is hilarious because my entertainment networking company is called In The Know. So I'm in the know, but I don't know. I'm such a know-it-all, except what I'm doing. But I also don't want anyone to really tell me because then I, I feel like I'm giving up control. And I think a big part of the process is also being able to recognize when that's happening and say it's okay. <laughs> Chill out. I don't know how to relax at all. I schedule myself out by the minute. It works, but in the long run, I think I'm, it's, I need to find a better balance. I need to take more time for myself. I think I just need to schedule in me time. I need a different job where I'm not driving for two hours a day and then I can schedule in some me time. But overall, things are going pretty good. Mercury is going into retrograde, which I filmed an episode with the psychic today. Sorry, mom and dad. She and I discussed how Mercury going into retrograde affects different things. And Mercury, the actual planet going into retrograde is a real thing in like cosmos. I, me and my friend Christina, who I talked with, who's in law school, took a class. Mercury itself doesn't actually start going in opposite direction. It's just the way that the Earth perceives Mercury because it's on the other side of an another planet that's rotating faster. So it looks as though Mercury is going backwards. I don't know if I explained that well. Either way, there is scientific and real truth and backing here to a lot of a lot of things, no no wonder so many people believe in horoscopes. It's because it's recognizing patterns. It's not like the universe, bleh. We're about to get spiritual on this show. The psychic is great. I might release that one next week just because it was so good. I also, this week, one of the agents at work who I've become close friends with, she invited me to go to this women's empowerment event. This author, um, Eloise, Eloise Lonin, who wrote this book called On Good and she wrote the book on our best behavior she was incredible the event was so cool it was at the store called ether they make like cold weather clothes and you can actually try it on in their ice box that i got to go into it was 28 degrees in there which is below freezing i got to meet so many cool people and asked elise and also the other speaker margaret corcoran if they would come on my show um so hopefully we'll have them on at some point and you guys can hear from them they just had a lot of insight into research on 
what it means to be a woman in today's age and how we need to stop competing with each other and like the there can only be one sense and really work together and support each other and create a network that builds us all up instead of tears other women down. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> Incredible. Amazing. Delilah McGahey, welcome Hello. to Pardon My Success. I'm so honored. I'm honored to be on it. Oh my gosh. And happy belated birthday, baby. Thank you. I'm at the big age of 24 now. <laughs> and we're finally the same age for the three months that have existed throughout the for, year, every yeah. year. For those that don't know, I have known Delilah since I was three years old. We started dancing together yeah. at the Belle Basically Belle out of the Ballet. womb. Literally out of the womb, right out, right yes. out. And there we were. Um, oh God, I'll definitely have to put some photos up of us as children. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Little bit of babies. <laughs> And we, this was our season. This was our time. Nutcracker season yeah. was a part. Nutcracker season. It was the time. <laughs> it was terrifying. Oh, jeez. It was something. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Delilah. Give us a little quick rundown. Okay. Well, my name is Delilah. I am currently um, a senior at Southern Illinois University, majoring in biology, minor in chemistry, planning on applying to dental schools. So hoping to drill into some teeth someday. And yeah, I work as a dental assistant right now. It's fun. <laughs> how has that been? Uh, so fun. I mean, I love it. I mean, I definitely see how like, you know, uh, it's not for everyone, but I mean, I love it. Being able to have part and like people's confidence because I feel like a lot of people, you know, like their smile is their confidence. Like I know at least for me, it is. Seeing them be thankful for like, getting that confidence back. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. it's a very fulfilling job. Oh my gosh. And amazing. like everyone I work with is so nice. I love the whole office, the dentist that I work for. Like they're all so nice. When did you decide you wanted to be a dentist? It was probably like, I think like right before I went into college, I wanted to go into healthcare. Like after my grandparents, both my grandparents are doctors, by the way. After seeing them, like, and seeing, like, the difference they were able to make in people's lives. But then I was like, I don't know if, like, being a doctor is really what I want to do. Like, I've always been interested in teeth. I've always loved going to the dentist. And I was like, you know, it just seemed like the perfect, like, ideal job for me. I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to help people. But I want to help them with their teeth. <laughs> I remember when you yeah. told me about you becoming a dentist. And I was always very confused. So a lot of people are. Because, like, <laughs> for some background, Delilah and I, as children, were, like, the blind leading the blind. We made Yo. a lot of very questionable I don't know how we survived, survived to this point. point. Divine intervention. Like, there's no other way that we are. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, not sure how we made it out of some of those but but we did here we are we made it and we're here but like delilah was the girly that like i was getting into trouble with we didn't mean any harm we really did it we were yeah we were just, just like ending. we just want to hang out like yeah, we would have one person would have an idea and i'd be like oh my god that sounds great what if we actually <laughs> took it to another level and we just went back and forth yeah. like that for years mm -hmm. from we the age wait a minute wait a minute yeah and then we had to get separated yeah. we were separated for oh my gosh for a long time a and long then time. you became a rave yeah, girl we able to see each other yes yes i did yeah. shout out to colorado and college for introducing me to edm <laughs> 
literally and that was crazy I was like my little pretty pink ballerina bestie is suddenly has green hair and every piercing <laughs> in the book and that was yes. a, a switch up for me and so I didn't see you for like what what was that like eight years to six it was a long time it wasn't until you came and visited LA while I was living here like last yeah. year yes that we actually got to hang out for like more than five minutes <laughs> no literally of unsupervised hangout time um but we've grown yeah. <laughs> we've we've aged we we've we've learned we've lived um I'm very proud of us and now yeah. she's becoming a dentist we did not see that coming what can I say I'm cultured here <laughs> yes she is can you tell me what happened with dance? Like we danced together, obviously our entire lives. Well, I mean, I stopped when I went to high school because like freshman year, I remember like I wanted to do cheerleading and nice. I couldn't do both. And I was like, I remember I went up to Miss Patty and I was like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to be done. I'm going to go be a cheerleader. And she was so mad. I was so scared to go talk to her too. I was so scared. I walked in there and I had started crying already because I was like so scared of this woman. <laughs> She was I was like already crying before I even said oh it. She was terrible. Woman who owned our dance studio was worse than Abby Lee. Abby Lee had nothing on Miss yeah. Patty. Nothing on Miss Patty. Like the dance Abby moms moves so, of like, this studio so were tame. nothing. I was being blamed in, in wrongly. I was being wrongly blamed for like breaking people's legs. Like it was yeah, crazy. That was, oh my god. I swear Miss Patty also had it out for you. She was she like did. literally blaming everything on you. And I'm like, I got blamed for so much that I was like, I literally didn't even do this. I just remember we would be laughing about like all the uh, like out of pocket stuff that she was like saying you were doing. I was like, how is May even like correlated with any of this? That was a rough time. And so in high school, when I was, was 13, yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I'm out. I went to high school in St. Louis. So like I switched to a different dance studio, but yeah. we came from such a traumatic dance studio. So after you were gone, I was like, there's no reason I even want to like be here. Like what the hell? And I'm proud of you for that because it was a very toxic environment it was a time. that we had there. It was scary. Um, yeah. But we lived. But what other creative pursuits do you have going on? I know you do the necklace wrapping and stuff like that. Yeah, I have been trying to make a bunch of new things. Um, I made this, this necklace, I don't know if you can see it Oh, that that's well. so cute! I made this really cool, like, it was a skull pendant, which is honestly probably, like, the most, like, intricate piece of, like, wire wrapping that I've ever done. It was really cool, I gifted it to my boyfriend, but, um, it was sudden death inspired. My favorite artist, but, um, yeah, he wears, like, the deer skull when he mm -hmm. plays, so I made a little deer skull pendant, and it, it turned out pretty cool. I wish I could show it to you right now, but I feel like everyone, even those of us studying to become dentists, have to have some sort of creative outlet no matter where it is. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, in dentistry, like all you're doing is working with your hands. So like for me, it also just kind of like something that I do that I do for fun. Like I like to make stuff and I like to make stuff to give to people, you know, like I love creating something that I think people are going to like. And I'm like, oh, like I have like this idea in mind for somebody because I know like this will like embody like how I view them, like their vibe, oh, you know? Wow. I And like, I love just like, it's hard for me because like, I really want to like make stuff to sell, but everything I make, I'm like, I just want to like give it to my friends <laughs> or wear it. I have like had a lot of people ask me to like buy things. Like I went to Sundance Festival and um like my boyfriend was wearing the pendant I made him and I had so many people like, they were all like asking him like where he got it and all this. And then like, 
ask for like my numbers and be like can you make me one just like it i'm like oh wow people like some people were saying they pay like a hundred dollars for it and i was like oh my god you could make a solid buck there i saw this thing recently that was like amateur like versus professional the difference is is that amateur actually means for the love of uh, a more like, yeah and versus professional like where you're actually doing it for money and i think there is something really yeah. beautiful about when you're creating things simply for the love of doing it and for other people yeah. and like it's not a monetary transactional thing um yeah but when you're able to turn something you love into money like it's always a plus like, i also don't want to like you know have to like feel like i have to like start making things like a lot because i also make stuff on my own time like i don't have a lot of time i'm in school yeah. full time like i work like two jobs like yeah, exactly <laughs> i don't have that much time to like be making stuff like on command for people so like i don't want it to get to the point where it feels like it's something i have to do versus something i want to be doing something i've really struggled with yeah is it worth it like how how much time are you willing to yeah. give up to pursue to this and like yeah do you want to make it into a job where it's something you have to do yeah like it takes the love out of it it does take the joy out of it to an extent yeah. but it's like if you're able to do it in a way where you're still able to be authentic and genuine and on your own time and not feeling like a lot of pressure about it it would be great but like it's hard to get the world and the stars to align yeah <laughs> but also you know trial and error for things if somebody was like i'll give you a salary to just wrap jewelry instead of being a dentist would you do it i don't know if i would do it for like it's just kind of like a hobby for me i mean i really like it i do but like it doesn't have the same impact on people's lives that I want to be making on people's lives, yeah. you know? Like, people, like, will wear jewelry, cool. And that's one thing I love about dentistry. Like, there's art involved in it, you know? You don't just, like, fix people's teeth. You have to fix them and make them look good. Cosmetic dentistry, I've been thinking about a lot, is starting to think I want to specialize in, like, cosmetic dentistry over yeah. just, like, general dentistry because... I mean, it is an art. People come in who don't need dental work. Like, their teeth are fine, and they come in purely because they don't have what they want in their smile. And, like, they are losing confidence. Like, being able to make their teeth look so pretty that it brings their confidence back is, like, I mean, that's a cool thing, you know? It's one thing I love about, like, dentistry. Like, it's, like, art, but also healthcare. I've also seen, like, some of those videos of dentists. It's so detailed and so intricate, but you got to make them mm -hmm. look just messed up enough that they look natural and things like that so they're natural yeah that is one thing because there's a lot of cosmetic dentists that make people's veneers paper white like which they don't look natural and they just look almost out of place and like i get like some people ask for that but like i don't know i feel like there's a point where you're like i gotta give it like some character you know like you still want them to look like teeth and it's like like a piece of paper. No, I agree. I think there's something beautiful to imperfection, especially living in LA. There is such a fixation on cosmetic surgeries and like veneers. Yeah. Everyone wants to look a certain way. But the thing mm -hmm. is, you can look around and see the people that look that way and it becomes like paper it's very bland everyone just looks exactly the same they yeah. have the exact same teeth yeah. the exact same nose and it's all bella hadid's nose they, they go in with the same photo and they're like give me this <laughs> this is this is what i want they have botox they have lip injections they have it all and they all look the same and yeah. and they wonder why nobody likes them but i think us as a society really need to work on that oh, too yeah, in like embracing oh, yeah. differences and embracing uniqueness yeah. and it's the things that make you look different that i do think make you the most beautiful and working in the entertainment <laughs> industry especially there's a lot of things that 
specifically now are pointing towards looking for people that look different, look remarkable, look recognizable. There's somebody that you can pick out of a crowd. Yeah, and I feel like that also builds confidence, like for people, you know, like embracing what is unique about yourself instead of like saying this is a norm that you need to fit to make it. I'm sure this is something you face probably often where it's like piercings and tattoos and things like that, like going into public and like working as a professional. It's like the attitude even mm -hmm. towards that is really changing. When I was in Colorado, the first dentist I had shadowed. So like I had like, you know, I have six face piercings, two lip piercings, which I didn't like go in there without a mask on for like the first like month I shadowed. And I was like leaving one day and I like took my mask off and she was like, oh, and I was like, what? And she was like, I didn't realize you had all those holes in your face. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she was like, at least you don't have any tattoos. You can't see my tattoos when I'm wearing like scrubs. And I was like, yeah. But then like at the office I work at now, like to be fair for my interview, I did take all my piercings out and I did have lime green hair that I dyed black to go in. And it's funny because I laugh about that with them now. They were like, we probably still would have hired you with lime green hair, you know? And I was like, wow. And I wear all my face piercings. And I was like, so I dyed my hair for nothing. I was telling your story that you had dyed your hair brown. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> What's happening? We, we just switched it up. Like, we literally, you were like, there was a disturbance in the forest. Like we had to equate out the universe. Right. Like, all things came yeah. finally uh, level as all things should yes. be. You know, yes, it was great so talking to you. Thank you for coming on. I love you too. I love you so much. Well, I miss you, you dearly. Me. I'm sorry I'm not going. I miss you too. Plan another trip out there to come see you. That's the better of the two situations anyway. I love you yes. so much and we will talk yes. to you soon. Thank you so much for coming I on. I love you too. Yes, of course. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Of course. I love you so much. I hope you guys are having a good winter right now anywhere that's cold. It's like the 70s here, which is great. And I hope you guys are getting excited for the holidays. And I'm excited to post an episode midnight on Christmas Day. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Are you PMSing?